I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree. And my answer, and my answer, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, why? Because I love you, huh? Yes, I love you, Jesus. Welcome to another broadcast of Together With Him. I'm Sister Ann, and I'm doing my best today. Uh, Y'all pray for me. I had to to work on some things today uh, and kind of go in. It's, It's been a little challenging, a little challenging. But I just need to to just keep moving on in Jesus' name. You know, people don't realize that what we do when it comes to life and living and trusting God is that it's from the pulpit to the door. Hmm? This word is true and it's real no matter what. Huh? We, we, you can... Teach it, you can preach it all you want, but you're going to have to know that it's for you, it's for me, it's for me too. And I thank God for it because he's, he's reminding us of how things are. He's reminding me that we are to just look for him. Look up, look up because he's coming. Look up because he's coming, whether he's personally coming for you and or personally coming. He's coming whether or not we are looking for him or not. He's coming whether we believe and trust in him or not. He's coming. And I thank God that he's faithful. Thank you, Jesus. This year, I tell you, my little audio is doing OK, but it's not like I want it to be. And, you know, that's kind of another thing that kind of gets on my nerves. I'm sitting up here uh, doing the best I can with what I'm doing. And all all things being the same, you know, you can come back and <laughs> look at some of this technology and it'll, you haven't touched anything. You haven't touched anything. It's the same as when you left it last week or even the time that you just worked with it and it's going to be switching up some kind of way what what difference is it how what did I do it, is it anything different that I did okay I'm going to keep on going in Jesus name as, as long as you can hear me you might need to turn it up a little bit 
but I do say yes to the Lord. Amen. How about you? Yeah, welcome to another broadcast. I'm Sister Ann. Uh, a big shout out to all of our LFHHM volunteers. Amen. Those who who are praying with us, those who are yet pressing on to all of the, the connections that we have. We just love you. We're praying for you. Just know that. Um, today was kind of a, a day to where I had to kind of go in. I'm just going to leave it like that. And it's been like that all week. I mean, I'm saying just pr- shut in. You know, this is kind of a, a time for shut in because what it is is that for I know I know it's not just me. But there's some believers out there. I know there's some believers out there that are wondering what in the world is going on. Uh, you see it, you hear it, but then there's something on, just something. You know, you, you can't really explain it even in your prayer time. Your prayers are changing. You know, the, the Spirit of the Lord is really, really dealing with you in some in some ways. And He's been dealing with me. It's more than just the the same old, same old, same old prayers. But what this is, is it, it's a time to know. It, 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 uh, the prophetic word. Prophecy says that Jesus is soon to come, and we need to hold on to that. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. And what I'm really wanting to do today is to give God glory on today. I want to give him glory. We do that every Sunday. Yeah, we do that every day that we live. Yes, I understand. But uh, I know that because of our obedience and because time is winding up, you can't tell me that Slewfoot is trying, not trying to give you a hard time. I know that folks are going through some things. And, yeah, you know, we're either getting ready to go through it, already in it, or coming out of it. I get it. And that's the way life is. But this is, this is there's something different. I can't put my finger on it. But what I'm needing to do and what I've been doing is pressing in even the more. I've, I've been having to because of certain situations that I've been dealing with. But the pressing in, usually it kind of kind of subsides a bit. But I really, really, really been wrestling. I've been wrestling. And you know what they say? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. No, those little prayers that I've been doing or folks have been, you know, the little them little prayers that we give. No, that's not working. Mm-mm, no, we're wrestling here. This is a time here where we're pressing in to where we're covering our loved ones. We're covering our family. Well, I mean, you're having to really go in. I know I'm not the only believer. And really, that's really where we need to stay. We need to stay in that way, in that pressing way. God, come on. Because what's happened, and they've already taught it. Everybody's already taught it. You know, the enemy has crept in the church to where we're just, folks be all nonchalant. I'll go if I feel like it. I don't go if I don't feel like it. Look, we do press our way. We do have to press our way. And then in coming, the word has to be right. I give a big shout out to the to the pastors, the bishops that that we actually affiliate with. Big shout out to New Life First Lady uh, Yolanda Irvin. And I say that lovingly because this woman of God really presses in. She has a heart for children. Bishop, her husband, Bishop Clyde Irvin, they have a heart for young people and they minister. They 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 just pour out. They give all they can. 
you know, in this in this way. Big shout out to Bishop Thuston and Lady Thuston. Amen. Big shout out to Apostle Rose Williams. Amen. Big shout out to her. I mean, you know, folks are doing what they can. Big shout out to Dr. Anthony Clark. Big shout out to Pastor Pete Winstead and Lady Danita Winstead. Amen. These are people that are really, 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 really pressing in to to stay focused on God. And we need to keep our leadership in prayer, guys. Keep them in prayer. I'm talking about if you you click and you log in, you go to Bible classes, especially when you give tithe and offer, cover them, cover them, call out their names, call out their names. Amen. Uh, and, and really, really pray for people who are on the the uh the visual battlefield now all of us need to be on the battlefield for the lord with if you are i don't care if you're a single at home praise god for us singles woo woo as a single at home you know we're able to do more and lay before god even the more and be concerned about those things that are of god yeah we can do that because we're single all right so praise god for that but also uh praise god and, and keep keep those in prayer who are raising children husbands and wives oh my goodness people who are at home and 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 being leaders <clears throat> being leaders in their families that's who we are to be as believers let's be leaders let's be good leaders you know, I, I'm going to read this scripture, and this isn't really even part of what it is that I'm going to teach on today, but I want you to stay focused, huh? I want to read, let, let me, let's just go ahead and grab your Bible. I'm going to read it to you out of the Amplified. That's where I go. But I want you to look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. I want you to look at that. We're going to start at verse 1. I want you to look at that. This right here, I mean, this was a struggle today. It's been a struggle for me to really kind of look to see what it is I needed to share today. I have my main word, but this is why. This is why this main word came to me. huh? What is it? It says, finally, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1. Finally, believers, we ask and admonish admonish you in the lord jesus that you follow the instruction that you receive from us about how you ought to walk and please god just as you are actually doing there's some of us that are doing that amen praise god and that you excel even more and more pursuing a life of purpose and living in a way that expresses gratitude to god for your salvation for you know what commandments and precepts we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God that you be sanctified. That means separated, set apart from sin. That you abstain and back away from sexual immorality. That each of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor. Being available for God's purpose. And separated from things profane. That, that's all profane things. Not just sexual sins. All of We go into all the different sins. Lying. 
uh, backbiting, uh, all of that, not to be used in lustful passions like Gentiles who do not know God and are arrogant in his will, and that in this manner of sexual misconduct, no man shall transgress and defraud his brother because the Lord is the avenger in all things, just as we have told you before and solemnly warned you. Huh? Verse 7, for God has not called us to impurity, but to holiness. Now, I don't care how they're presenting things. I don't care if they're if they're teaching that there is no hell, get away. If they're not teaching sanctification and reminding you on a weekly, daily, I don't care. Every time you log in, see, sanctification is important. If they're not teaching holiness, Amen. Holiness to be dedicated and set apart by behavior that pleases him, that pleases God. That's capital letter H, him, whether in public or in private. So whatever you think you're doing at home, if it's not giving God the glory, hey, let it go. I'm saying even to the point of and I'm getting ready to go into. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go into your living room. Get rid of the mess that that comes into your home. If it's not PG. Amen. If it's not PG, whatever, 13, whatever, get rid of the cussing and all of the profanity that comes into the home. What I'm seeing and what we know to be, see, because I do have a heart for children and what's going on is that they are being bombarded on every media, every media, whether it is media on television, whether it definitely media on some mobile phone. You know, if they have one, any social media, any type of media that they're being bombarded with the idea that seduction is okay. And I'm talking about male and female, male too, that seduction is okay. Come on, girl, what you got? You know, what's your name? All that mess and going and thinking that that anything that's not holiness and sanctified is okay. That's the world. Amen. And we need to understand who we are as people of God. We need to hold fast to holiness. We need to hold fast to sanctification. Amen. Cover, cover it up. Don't make it so tight. Huh? Get rid of all them tight clothes. You know, I, I think of the Clark sisters in one testimony of what the Clark, one of the Clark sisters used to say that they're, uh, they're mentors and their leaders and and mothers used to tell them, they say, sanctify those clothes. Yeah, sanctify them. Guys, sanctify them. If it's, if it's giving off a, a, like, giving off an R that you are kind of a gang member or whatever, sagging or whatever, sanctify your clothes. You know, don't bring those spirits to you. Get, get sanctify your ears. Turn off that trashy music. I can't even listen to any of the music that I used to listen to, you know, back in the day. I mean, not that it was all good, but some of the music, you could at least get through some of it. Nowadays, you can't even turn on our black radio stations. Uh, no, you can't even turn them on and listen to anything that's on there. They have so perverted, perverted everything that is in the. I mean, it is turned up. That world has turned it up. All right, they're doing that. They've done that. And they're bringing that mess in the church. There is a holiness. There's a holy hip hop. There is. Okay, but you can't think that you're going to huck a buck and all that and, and, 
and do whatever that is worldly and think that it's okay to bring it in the church. Okay, there's still a there's still a sanctification. There's still a holiness. There's a holy dance. Amen. There there can be. I mean, the style is is a style, but don't allow for the degradation of that style to come into the church and then that becomes okay. I think that our young people, they're going through, they're getting ready to go back to school in this greater Kansas City, Missouri area. Some some people probably have already gone back to school in some districts around the country, but folks are getting ready to go back to school. Kids are getting ready to go back to school. And that means not only are there uh, going to be influences, social influences at home, but then when they get to school, who are they around? You know, there's a natural order. I'm going here. I'm going here. There is a natural order to being human. Oh, yes. We we want to be attractive. That's right. We want to be accepted. We want to be loved. We want friends. Amen. Families, moms, dads, I admonish you. I know saints. I know folks are tired. I know they're frustrated. But if you have a good person in your family, if you have a challenging child in your family, I don't care who's in your family. Amen. Press in. This is this is what we're to do. Press in to God because there's going to come a day. Amen. There's going to come a day when Jesus is coming. And I don't know when it is. No one knows but the Father. That's what even Jesus said. But he is soon to come. Whether he's coming personally for us because we don't know when our death date is going to be. Or whether he comes collectively for the church. Jesus is coming back. And you know they put out this date. I'm going to say this. They put out this date that they're wanting to have things in order, the new world order and financial system and the World Health Organization and all of these. They they want all of their crappy stuff in place, their oppressive ideas. They want to crash, I would say, the economy. They want to tear things up and have a one world order. And this is part of prophecy. They want to do it by 20, 2030. This is what I'm hearing. Well, don't be deceived to think that that's you got that much time. OK, I'm talking to all the ones that think that they um, that that think that they are OK. They have time so I can go sin out of both drawer legs front and back. And then now uh, I'm going I'm to turn my life over in March. You know, we might not get through September okay if we do praise god because i'm still praying for some folk we might get not get through november jesus may come you know if he doesn't okay well come on god give me strength because we're still praying for people and what are we to do we're not to look at the day and think that we have time there's a sense of urgency that is in the the air an urgency to get right and stay right with god Stay right. I want to look at the first Thessalonians chapter five. Huh? And I, I want to to read here when it comes to Christian conduct, uh, Christian conduct again, sanctification, holiness. But what what is this? What does it mean here? What is it? OK, to be set apart to God, to do God's will, all of that. But here's some more nuggets. Verse 12. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to appreciate those who diligently work among you 
recognize, acknowledge, and respect your leaders. Oh, yes. You know, leaders, oh, gosh, please, please, come on, lay before God. Lay before God. Repent. Turn away from the old ways. Okay, so, you know, I, I know and I've seen some ministries. I've seen them to where they, they got fat preaching that lie, that prosperity gospel, jump up and down three times, turn around and, and all of that. And then, you know, God's going to bless you with money or God don't love you. If, you know, if you broke and you're a Christian, something wrong, all that. Look, look, we're not talking money is cheap. And they got wealthy off that. These ministries got big off of that. And now they're having to backpedal because they realize, look, ain't nobody really got no money. Uh, inflation is on a, on a rise, a rampage. Your wages haven't gone up. Folks are still first one hired, uh, last one hired, first one fired. All of this mess is going on. You still preaching to the same, same crowd. And guess what? She get it. She getting it after, after 50. Uh, she getting it. She understands. So you, you trying to switch it up now. Okay. I don't care. Repent. Turn away from that, that lousy, stinking, uh, uh lie that you preach it's not even the gospel it's trash to make folks shout to make folks give thinking okay well the check is in the mail and we're going to hear that in some uh, some of this praise break coming up but i i declare and decree in jesus name that the answer to the prayer is in the mail and i chose this particular praise break that's coming up because this praise break really is about a battle cry and if you notice in this praise break it might go to, from that but then it kind of switches a bit to say okay look beyond the check being in the mail come on i know that there's some other battles that we're dealing with amen okay thank god for finances thank god for provision thank god for all of that but beyond the check being in the mail come on it says now uh first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 12 now we ask you brothers and sisters to appreciate those who diligently work among you recognize acknowledge and respect your leaders who are in charge over you in the lord and who give you instruction see that good instruction come on and verse 13 we ask that you appreciate them and hold them in the highest esteem in love Okay, not not worship this my pastor. Uh, come on, uh, all that. Look, in love because of their work on your behalf. You know, I'm not talking about uh, Reverend Ike looking up and he got rings on every finger, driving big big Bentleys and all that. And and that's my pastor. He looked good looking. I got a good looking pastor, whatever. I'm talking about. Then here's the word of God saying. Of, of their work on your behalf is he praying for you hmm? is he really bringing that word that truth to where you you really are growing your marriage is better uh, your lifestyle is better you're not living all raggedy because you can be obedient you you are an overcomer in christ live in peace with one another this is what the word continues to say verse 13 verse 14 here we earnestly urge you believers admonish those who are out of line the undisciplined the unruly and disorderly encourage the tim timid who lack spiritual courage see it it we're Okay, so you're living a raggedy life. Last week wasn't a good week. Come on, let's make this week better. Go on a fast. 
Mm-hmm. Learn how to fast. See, that fast will get you to praying. Lord, I'm hungry. Come on. See, that fast will get you to praying. That fast will remind you. Yeah, that you are just flesh. Come on. And it'll bring all good, better things to remembrance because you hungry. Huh? You'll be too weak to clown. Then you ain't going to have no energy to jump up and down. Then fast that. Okay? Come on. Hold them. And we ask you that you appreciate them and hold them in highest esteem and love because of their work on their, on your behalf. Live in peace with them, with one another. We earnestly urge you, believers, admonish those who are out of line, the undisciplined, the unruly, and disorderly. Encourage the timid who lack spiritual courage. Help the spiritually weak. Okay, how? Be very patient with everyone. Always controlling your temper. Okay, I'm going over here. All right, with church. All right, quit. If they coming in, love them. If they coming in, love them. If they coming in, help them. All right. I don't care what you're. We're so into what what's about me. We're so into all oh, my my ministry, my position, my, and we're forgetting all about the the lambs and the sheep that God has given and putting in in the churches amen if they're coming if they're still coming do your best do your best to be very patient with everyone always controlling your temper mm, don't cuss them out don't cuss them out yeah oh yeah i'm hearing some things folks cussing them out dogging them and everything or whatever okay what is it why are they there in the first place and we're going to talk about that but first i need to uh to go on ahead and, and do this praise break. Now, this is a longer praise break. Yeah, it's a little longer praise, about five minutes, huh? but it's a good one. And I want us to, to admonish that we have the victory. There's some things that, that he's declaring, and we have the victory in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give God, let's give God some glory. Thank you for being kind. Thank you.
destruction and famine I will have that destruction and famine I will have I will laugh oh ha 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 Ha, 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 ha. Oh, devil, you've been defeated at destruction. All right. I didn't know y'all had tamarines at Abundant Life. I hear tamarines. Amen. All right, Lonzo, all right. The devil had a tussle, but I won. Me and the devil had a tussle, but I won. Oh, I won. Oh, me and the devil. testimony what is it we will win we won hallelujah press your way press your way to know that the god of your salvation has already given you the victory he's giving you the victory over everything that the enemy has has tried and is trying to come against you with amen Hallelujah. Just keep living, keep living sanctified, keep living holy. Amen. Stay prayerful. Hallelujah. Come on, go on a fast if you need to. Come on, just know, hallelujah, that every, everything 
anything that the devil is trying to do. God has already fixed it. He's already worked it out. I don't know what the immediate answers are other than, ha, to trust God. Other than to have some faith to know that your God knows, he hears, amen, and he loves you. Amen. But I want to ask you a question. Do you love Jesus? Yeah, God loves you. God loves us. Huh? But do you love him? Do you love him? Huh? Do you love Jesus? Yeah, why do you go to that church? Amen. Yeah. Do you, why do you go to that church? Yeah, but wh- why do you? I- is it because your pastor, you got a fine pastor? Oh, he, my, my pastor, fine. Mm-hmm. Is, is it because, oh, my church is big. Mm-hmm. I have a big, big, prestigious church. Or my church is new and we, we uh, have a wonderful building. Uh, or or uh, I've always been been this particular denomination and it's not gonna change i'm you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna do that even though the lord might be tugging on you to go higher and do do more amen and research this and pray about that huh why do you yeah we we go to church uh, i believe out of obedience to the word we we should yeah we we don't want to forsake to assemble ourselves together Amen. We we go to church, I believe, to hear the word of God. We we're really looking to hear the word of God. Some of us. Yeah, some of us are looking to hear the word of God. Yeah, some of us are are going just to go because that's what we always do. And we want to please the pastor. Huh? We want to please uh, first lady. Yeah. And then some of us are there uh, for different reasons, things that are not Christian or godly reasons. Folks need to grow up. Amen. And be there. But but do you love Jesus? Yeah, because if we loved Jesus, if we loved him, then wouldn't we wouldn't we be about his business, the business of of soul witnessing soul so being available for soul salvation and telling the truth of the word of God. If we loved him, and then what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference? If I'm obedient, does that mean that I love him? Huh? Yeah, obedience is better than sacrifice. But what's that driver? Yeah, uh, what is it that will 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 touch that heart and will just drive you? to pray will drive you to to seek God for answers will drive you to resist that devil hmm? see that's love what is it what what can I do Where, how can I get that that's what I'm wanting that's what I'm looking for because you know what this other stuff is it keeping us now we just got through reading the word of God in first Thessalonians chapter 5 that we're to uh, talk to uh, and earnestly uh, help be- believers, admonish them, mm, those that are out of line and, and the undisciplined and unruly and disorderly. Encourage the timid who lack spiritual courage. Yeah, help the spiritually weak. Yeah, to be very patient. But that right there, when we do that, we're, we're to do that. Yes, and when we do that, how, how can we grow? To where we really do love Jesus. To me, it's a lack of love. 
If we have to do all this, we're, we still have to work on people and help them, encourage them in, in the faith. Sure. But do you love Jesus? Yeah. Why? Why are we going there? Let's look at let let's look at St. John chapter 21. Hmm. And this is the question that Jesus asked his disciples. Hmm? And we can just go ahead and read this. Read this right quick. Yeah. St. John chapter 21. Jesus appears at the Sea of Galilee. Now, after this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, Galilee. And he did it in this way. Now, this is after his resurrection. This is, <laughs> you know, our God is awesome. He's like, whatever. I created it. I created everything. Everything is mine. And it has to come in order with what I spoken and what I say. All right. Verse 2, Simon Peter and Thomas, who is called uh, Didymus, the twin, and Nathaniel from Canaan of Galilee, as well as John and James, the sons of Zebedee, and the two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing, they said, and we're going, and we are coming with you. So Peter said, look, I'm going fishing. They said, okay, I'm, we're coming with you. So they went out and got into the boat, and that night at that night they caught nothing as morning was breaking jesus came and stood on the beach however the disciples did not know that it was jesus so jesus said to them children do you have any fish to eat along with your bread they answered no he said to them cast a net on the right hand side of the boat starboard and you will find some so they cast the net, and then they were able to haul it because of the great fish caught, catch a fish. And then they were not able to haul it because of the great catch of fish. Then the disciples, John, whom Jesus loved, esteemed, said to Peter, It is the Lord. Hmm? So when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer tunic, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea and swam ashore. But the other disciples came in a boat, small boat, for they were not far from the shore, only about a hundred yards away, dragging the net full of fish. So when they got out of the on the beach, they saw a charcoal fire set up and fish on it, cooking and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net. To land full of large fish, a hundred and fifty three of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Okay, so they went about doing what they did in the past. And okay, all right, here's what Jesus does He provides. He says to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? They knew without any doubt that it was the Lord. So this was kind of a quiet time for them. <laughs> this was after the resurrection. They know that what happened during the time. Paul, uh, Peter, he denied him three times. And, you know, uh, then uh, after all of that, <laughs> what is it? they just went about going back to what they were doing as opposed to pressing in 
and moving forward. All right. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and likewise the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he had risen from the dead. The love motivation. And this is where we, we want to focus here. So when they had finished the breakfast, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these others do with total commitment and devotion? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you with a deep personal affection as for a close friend. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. So Jesus asked him, do you agape love me? Peter said, okay, yeah, well, you know, you know, I phileo, brotherly love you, you know. So it was a different kind of love. Jesus goes on again. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me with a total commitment and devotion? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you with a deep personal affection as for a close friend. Jesus said to him, shepherd my sheep. Okay. Verse 17, he said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me with a deep personal affection for me as for a close friend? So Jesus even came down to the level. Peter said, Peter was grieved that he had asked him a third time, do you really love me with a deep personal affection as a close friend? So even then, do you really, do we really love Jesus? Even, even in an agape, even in a phileo love, in a brotherly love, close friend love? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you with a deep personal affection as for a close friend. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Hmm. So even in that, the love, the level of love, uh, Jesus says, okay, even if you can't get beyond the phileo, come on, do your job. Just know, go out there and do what you're called to do. Now, really, it's better when we agape love the Lord. Because he asked him that question even in the beginning. It's better to agape the unconditional because when we agape unconditionally love God, sell out, I'm talking about faith, like faith, like set like a flint faith that is unmovable, mountain moving faith. When we love agape love in that God in that way, then we know without a shadow of a doubt when the trials and challenges come, we're not going to be turned or dismayed or weak or doubtful and all of that but the level of love that we'll show God is to trust him to the bitter end to whatever end and I and I say that it's bitter because here's the thing when we die to self I'm talking about look my not my way but thy way not my will but thy will be done when we say that to our God that unconditionally when you say yes, Lord, yes, amen, we trust him and obey him. When we get to that point, it's going to be better. It's going to be better because based on feelings, this is what the, the world has done with everything in our environment and even the internal part of us, the foods that we eat, the foods that we're drawn to eat, 
whether, you know, trashy food, uh, even the, the genetically modified food. We're not even sure how that really makes us feel. But we have to get beyond the feeling of what's right, amen, and work towards just the doing. And Jesus asked the man three times, do you agape, whether we feel like we agape God or not, uh, let's at least do the brotherly love. Let's do the right thing and let's be obedient uh, to the word. Because the world is not going to tell you to do what the word of God says. There's no way. Because the devil is telling you every lie. He'll twist it around. He'll turn it around. But when we get in the word of God for true, <laughs> for sure, then we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we're walking in the right way. We won't, we won't have to guess what's right to do. We'll know what's right to do. And I admonish you to get your Bible. Do you love Jesus? Yes, I do. I do love him. I love him because he first loved me. He taught me how to love him. These questions and asking, asking him, asking the man of God whether he loved him and how he loved him. And Jesus was so wonderful in what he said. He's like, okay, go ahead and at least do what you're called to do. Even as a close, close friend, love me. Because guess what? Even that is going to get you, get you in good relationship with me. Even though the way that Peter does go, the way Peter dies, mm, he, there's, he went to a place that, you know, he was crucified. Yeah, but then the love, the 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 respect, the eye-opening journey that Peter experienced. See, just walking through to the end with the love that he had in the beginning and how it grew to where he felt, look, don't even crucify me the same way that our Lord was crucified. Peter requested to be crucified upside down. He didn't even want to be crucified the same way that Jesus was crucified. He was he didn't even feel worthy in that way. See, and, and that aha moment that, yeah, it, there is an aha moment. And I'm going to take that back. The eye opening, soul opening, revelation opening experience that we have. When we just start out walking with God, we may not understand all of it. We don't may may not be able to get it sometimes, huh? Why do we cover up when we come to church? Why do we make sure that we uh, act in a way of holiness? I'm talking about holiness. Why are we sanctified? Why don't we watch this? Uh, type of movie on tv or go to the movies even to pay money to watch it why why do we abstain and refrain from things that can hinder us lust of the flesh lust of the eye uh, pride of life why are we so watchful it's because we love jesus yeah we love him we don't want our testimony there, there's a, even a personal thing in my life that I refuse to do ever again. Why? Because I don't want my testimony. I don't want to tarnish it. I don't want to 
take God and and drag him through the mud again. Yeah, I don't want to go through that again for the fact of me going through that, living that life. But then it, I have to trust somebody else, right? So I'm content with God. I love him. One thing about the singleness of being the singleness of life, single life living is that, oh, yeah, it, it's going to get lonely sometimes. Yeah, you're, you'll be alone. Yeah, but you choose those distractions. You shut those things down. You can shut up, shut up and shut off. You can turn things to where your environment becomes conducive to hearing the word of the Lord. And that that fellowship, that love fellowship is a beautiful thing. It might start out uh, close friend love. Yeah, it might start out that way. But then the love and the fellowship that you see, even the more that you actually feel because of the obedience. See, obedience will work it out to where you feel clean. Yeah, you feel sanctified. You feel the holiness of God in your life. Yeah, you feel like an overcomer and content with the Lord in that way. Yeah, you'll do it. Do you love Jesus? Yeah, ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that question. And if you say yes, I don't care what level of love it is. Hmm, let's get on that right track. At least start down the road in relationship. Let's get on that track because he is soon to come, y'all. He is soon to come. We're not going to go on the devil's the devil's timeline. Oh, we'll have this done by 2030. I don't care nothing about that. The day that you hear the Lord's voice, don't harden your heart. Yeah, don't harden your heart. You're ready. You want to be saved. You want to start that journey. You can start here by praying this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, 
Jesus shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, just know that you are on your way to having a wonderful relationship with God. Amen. So there is a, a resource on our website at www.lfhhm.org. And that discipleship resource explains, okay, what we what we just did, what we did we just share, huh? The uh, the repentance, and there's a baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of sins, uh, to be filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit, Amen, and and then to live a victorious life. And that there's a pamphlet there that explained that with scripture. If you want to go out there and grab that. Amen. Well, be blessed. Be blessed. And uh, just know that, yes, yes, we love you. We love you too. This is a labor of love. Amen. And Jesus loves us. And we are to love him. Let's love Jesus too. Amen. See you later if the Lord says the same. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his 